Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. everybody happy tuesday welcome back to morning coffee with rick alexander getting really excited about getting back to something approximating a regular scheduled program here on the morning coffee podcast but the last few weeks have just been wildly hectic as i've been finishing up a really brutal semester in school applying for some programs working on some projects also getting the curriculum together for the modern man's call which kicks off on may 25th This isn't a program where we're going to really diagnose what's wrong with us. This is the program where we're going to discern and figure out what is the adventure that is calling to us. If you notice anything about my approach to psychology, that's really how I approach it. And that's the beauty of a mythopoetic approach to psychology in the first place is you're looking at the myth that's emerging from within you. And then when you encounter things like what we're going to talk about today, depressive episodes, periods of apathy, they're not something to be solved as much as they are clues and messages that are asking you to take a deeper look at something about your life. So last week with Angelo Cisco, we gave the Out of Darkness workshop, the second one we've done. And in it, I talk about how to approach periods of darkness in your life. And so I thought today I would outline three quick points for you if you're approaching periods of darkness, depression, uh, things like that, adverse negative emotion, things that we tend to either demonize in our culture, reject, pretend it doesn't exist, right? This is why we all today are... Well, actually, so right now is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And so we're trying, the reason we have Mental Health Awareness Month is so that we can get more comfortable talking about the things that we all struggle with. But, you know, in my opinion, I don't think the problem is awareness. I think the problem is reframing the problem in general. Like you can approach, and I talked about this on here before, but you can approach depression, for example, as a chemical imbalance, and it is, right, as a sort of neurological dysfunction, which it is, but that's, to say that's all it is, is to treat the wrong thing, in my opinion, because what really needs to happen is that we need to figure out why it's happening in the first place. Like, what is the cause of this? So yesterday on the podcast, Danielle mentioned something about the psyche being a self-regulating apparatus, where essentially the psyche is going to seek wholeness. And so all of the inputs that you're getting, the compulsions you feel, the impulses that you feel, things along those lines, they're actually trying to get your attention to say that, hey, you're missing the mark. You're not headed toward wholeness right now. If you want wholeness, then you need to reconfigure the way you're thinking about it. And so sometimes if we only treat our problems as neurological impairments or chemical you know, dysfunctions, imbalances, whatever, we might actually just numb ourselves and miss 
the problem in the first place. Like there might be a wildly meaningful life waiting for you as soon as you start to wake up and ask yourself really tough questions about the way that you're living your life. And so today I want to give you three things to think about when you're approaching these periods of darkness in your life. And so the first one is curiosity. So I think it's probably the most natural thing in the world for us in our culture today to reject what we don't like, to pretend it doesn't exist, to try to shove it deep down inside where we won't have to acknowledge it. And unfortunately, it's always going to come out in new and different ways and unfortunately in ways that we're not necessarily in control of. The sexual scandals in religion is one of the ways to understand how that happens, right? You repress something, act as if you don't have the desire you have. You don't work through it in a holistic way. And then it ends up coming out in a new way. And then you pull other people into that shadow. And so other people end up becoming victimized. So you have to acknowledge that you feel what you feel, right? Whenever you feel something, it has to be acknowledged first of all. But then the second thing that we tend to do is judge what we don't like. And this is why we tend to try to make things illegal that we don't like. Like, you'll see this a lot on the conservative side of the political aisle, though it's certainly not only there. Um, like, you'll see pushes to make something like porn illegal or, you know, there's a fight right now for marijuana. And it's like, you know, you're really missing the problem. This is what we do in Western culture. We try to go after the symptom without realizing there's a whole root system attached to it. And so if you get curious, you start to ask the question, what is this period of my life teaching me? Because you were built to have a meaningful life. Humans are meaning-making creatures. There's a whole part of your brain that is developed and used specifically to make meaning out of your experiences. And so when you're starting to feel apathetic, it's actually in your best interest to start getting curious about why, because something deeper is going on there. There are a couple ways that we make meaning in life, and I don't want to get into this. This is one of the things that I give corporate talks on and, and things along that nature. But you know, we make meaning in two ways. One, we see our story nested within the context of a larger story. And this is why the world's great religions have been such potent meaning-making functions in the past. The second way that that happens is our external actions come into alignment with our internal values, our intrinsically held, individually held value system, right? So that's not the values of your parents, not the values that someone else has given you, society's given you, your own. When those two things happen, you get the subjective sense of meaning. And so what that can tell you is if you're going through a period where you don't have meaning in your life, and I would say depression is almost the antithesis of meaning, right? Like when you start to feel depressed, what happens is it infects your whole life with a coat of gray paint, right? Everything starts to lose its vibrancy and, and its vitality because compartmentalized problems, as much as we wish they would, don't stay compartmentalized for very long. They start to bleed into all these other aspects of our psyche. And so if we can get curious about why that's happening, we start to ask the question, what is this trying to teach me? Where is this trying to lead me? Where am I not in alignment with my values? Or where do I feel detached, right? This is a huge problem right now because we're losing our mythic roots. Like people are rejecting things like the world's great religions at a pretty fast rate due to modernity and due to materialism and scientism and all of that. 
And so unfortunately though, then that creates a new problem that you have to solve. Like you like become free of this thing that wasn't working for you. And now you find yourself detached and individuals aren't an island, right? We live in community, we developed in community, and this is the case for for millions of years. And so you're not just going to be able to stop living that way just because you don't like it. And it's really interesting because you'll see something that's happening right now. I saw that there's groups of people that will get together and they'll like read Harry Potter, for example, as if it's a like religious or sacred text. And so they're, they're like reading things in a liturgical way. And the reason being is because this religious impulse for us, it is the desire to be connected to something bigger than ourselves. And it's deeply, deeply ingrained in us. Again, so you solve the problem of moving away from a system that doesn't work for you, but now you have a new problem to solve. And so after you get curious about why you're feeling what you're feeling, the next thing to start starting to come to grips with is to contextualize what you're feeling. So you start to ask yourself, where am I in the cycle of my life? Like where, where should I be? You know, because sometimes we'll, we'll start something new and we don't have proficiency at it and we suck at it and we will start to really feel as though we should be better. And so we'll start to beat ourselves up and whatever, feel like we should be better. Like me, right? I've been an entrepreneur for, I mean, honestly, three years in earnest, probably been working on it for about six, but really only two or three years too have I been full time doing the thing, right? And so, but sometimes I'll beat myself up for like not being better at marketing or whatever. But if you contextualize your problem, you realize, well, should you be good at this, right? Like say your relationship's ending and then you ask yourself, well, how, how much work have I done in relationships? Have I really like gotten a coach or gone to seminars or read books about how I should show up for this person? And do I know what their needs even are? Do I know what my needs even are, right? You can start to pull threads on everything. So start to contextualize your problem. Also, one of the things I presented in my book, Ambitious Heroes and Heartache, is that you can think about the hero's journey as a way of managing your own psychological wellness, because you're going to go through the stages of the hero's journey. And I don't have time to go through them all on here, but sometimes it can be really helpful to realize, oh, I'm simply in the underworld right now. Like this is the part where it's supposed to be really, really hard. And maybe what I need is a mentor, or maybe what I need is an ally, or maybe I need to stop telling myself that somebody's an ally when they're absolutely not, right? So that's how we can start to contextualize our problems. And then the last one is create. So there's an intense amount of energy when you go through these periods of depression or negative emotion, and they can start to manifest as the feeling of being stuck. And what's happening is your energy is being uh, thwarted. It's actually being circled in on yourself, right? And so what you want to find is a creative outlet for that energy because there's an immense amount of energy. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when you go through periods of darkness and then you come out of them, it's like, man, the sun is shining bright. Things are good. You feel like you can tackle the world for a minute. The feeling that's probably been illusory to you for a very long time. And what's happening is all of that energy that is stagnant and, and circling and spinning around within you 
all of a sudden has an outlet. Now progress can be made because all of the energy begins to become aligned and it's in moving in one direction. And so there's an immense amount of energy in our shadows and in our darkness. And so if you can learn to dance with your darkness a bit, you can start to rescue some of that energy. You can start to apply it to creative works. You can start to apply it to your business. You can start to apply it to perhaps creating something new that's going to create more meaning for you. That would probably be the best use of it, right? It's like, okay, so this energy circling around, I'm feeling depressed and apathetic. So what is this telling me? Then you start to say, where am I off balance? Then you start to contextualize it or not where am I off balance, but where am I out of alignment with my values? So then you start to contextualize it and you realize what the way that I'm making money or something, if I'm being super honest with myself, isn't really, it's not moving me in a, in a meaningful direction to me. Well, now you just created a creative problem and you can take that energy and redirect it into the task of creating something for yourself that makes you money and is in alignment with your values. Now, is it always that easy? Of course not, right? These are really difficult and not straightforward things. And it's really easy to get lost in the chaos of all of it. But I want to put it out there that if you can start to get curious and you can contextualize what you're going through, and then you can use that energy to create, you can really start to move the needle on these periods of darkness in your life because oftentimes it feels like we're in them and we're just like waiting, you know? And I think some of my fear is that we end up waiting for a ship without realizing that we're the captain, right? There's a lot that we can do, not, not always, but often there's a lot that we can do to just start getting honest with ourselves about the life that we're living and then we start to ask the question of, well, then what is this a symptom of? What is this teaching me? What is it asking me? What is it leading me toward? Because then you can see it as kind of a grace, right? It's kind of an extended grace to you that, that you're not allowed to just continue down this path that means nothing to you, that, that you're going to end up miserable in 15 years. Like the fact that it's popping up as depression now sucks, but might be really beneficial in the long run. That's certainly been the experience in my life. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to link up some stuff in the show notes of this episode. I'll link up the application process for The Modern Man's Call if you are interested in really going deep in your own psychology and you're a man. And I'll also link up my book if you're interested in thinking about how the hero's journey can be used to manage your own psychological wellness. I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.